Brian King. Fisk, you're watching On the Road with Dr. Brian King. I say, I say, you're on the road with Dr. Brian King. Hey, I'm Trivi Trollope, and you're on the road with Dr. Brian King. Hi, this is Nick and Tina, and you're watching On the Road with Dr. Brian. Folks, this is Dr. Brian King. I'm here on the road in uh, New Orleans, Louisiana. It is Lundi Gras, uh, which is the Monday before Mardi Gras. Uh, things are crazy. Uh, things are just going to get crazier. And uh, I'm here, of course, my lovely uh, co-host, uh, Sarah Bollinger. How are you, Sarah? I'm doing well here at my first Mardi Gras. You having a good time so far? I am, yeah. You, uh, uh, Sarah is uh, nine months pregnant, right? <laughs> I am, yes. And uh, have those uh, pregnancy boobs, uh, have those been getting you some good beads? I, I haven't expanded them too much, extended <laughs> them too much. <laughs> I feel like I feel like uh, if you could just squirt a little bit. Uh, no, that's awful. No. Uh, <laughs> as my child that I'm I'm talking about. Anyways, uh, Sarah, Sarah and I are joined uh, to here uh, for a quick little interview uh, with, uh, with 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 somebody who's who's got really just a fascinating uh, career and kind of fits the on the road uh, uh, guest roster quite well. Uh, we interview uh, comedians, musicians, dancers, burlesque stars, all kinds of people. Uh, and of course, we do so on the road, traveling. And here we are in New Orleans with somebody who fares, who spends a, a fair amount of time of her time on the road. You're on the road quite a bit, right? Uh, dancer, I'm a, I, okay. If I get your introduction wrong, uh, correct us. All right. <laughs> you are a dancer, uh, a singer, a uh, model. Uh, you and uh, and, and burlesque a as well, right? Systems architect. Uh, and uh, and a, a shoe salesman. Uh, did, did I miss anything there? Miss Rasa Vitalia is joined with us, folks. That means I'm a Renaissance woman. A woman. We like that. Yeah. You're Thank a woman. You. You're a woman of the Renaissance. You look very young for a Renaissance woman. I right? know. Believe me, I'm way older than you think. Yeah. Thousands of years old. Wow. You, you posed for Da Vinci once. Yes, I have. So, uh, how, first of all, you're not from New Orleans, right? How, uh, where do you currently uh, hang out? Uh, where, where's your stuff? <laughs> where's my stuff? My stuff right now is in San Francisco. Um, but I travel between mm -hmm. San Francisco, New York, and New Orleans. So you're like the, the three city. The, 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 those are the best cities. Yes. Uh, they really are. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I try to convince people that New Orleans is the third coast. Uh, they don't believe me because... Uh, but it really is. It's a. Uh, it's just. It's. It's. Those are the three. The only cities this country you should really care about. Yeah. And, <laughs> and as they say, everything else is Cleveland. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So. Uh, so you, you're. You're based out of San Francisco. We traveling back and forth between these three cities quite a bit. Uh, and. Uh, and what are you doing down here besides partying? Ooh. <laughs> well, it is Mardi Gras. So happy Mardi Gras. Happy Lundi Gras. Everybody out there. Um, right now, I am here to celebrate Mardi Gras mm -hmm. and life itself. I'm here to do research, actually, on what makes people happy. Really? Mm -hmm. wow, that fits right in with uh, with us. Uh, 
That's pretty crazy. Uh, uh, and you talked about New Orleans quite a bit in your book, too. New Orleans is the happiest mm-hmm. place. You think uh, so? I wrote a book about happiness, and I, and I talk about... <laughs> and, I, and I do... Uh, spoiler alert, I talk about New Orleans quite a bit in that book. Yeah. And I do. Uh, most of the people reading this podcast better have read my book. <laughs> What's the book? If What's you, the book? If it's called The Laughing Cure. If you're listening to this podcast and you have not read Dr. Brian King's book, I'm going to get so angry. Uh, <laughs> And I, and I just told you there's a lot of references to New Orleans in my book. Yeah, so. and it's a happy book, so you should read it to make other people happy. That's right. You don't want me getting mad. So, but tell us about your career, though. You are you're fascinating because you are all over doing all kinds of stuff. How did you get started in dance, or what do you what's what what's the primary thing that you do? Yeah, so. Wow. Um. Well, I primarily I am a, an ultra creative artist I guess and awesome. I would guess that way because I do also draw caricatures at events oh, really? I, I dance uh, do dance performance at events which includes uh, belly dance samba salsa Bollywood um, I've, I do a New Orleans bounce tribute I do burlesque Ba- wait, 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 bounce oh, tribute. Wow, wow, what's wow. the what's the bounce tribute? Do you know bounce music? I kind of I have a, a thing in my head, but I want to make sure I, I don't <laughs> guess wrong. Okay, well, um, in my tribute, it has bounce music, but let me explain. It has a burlesque, a little burlesque thing, because mm-hmm. in New Orleans they have they have a lot of burlesque stuff. Um, so it's a, like a classic burlesque, but it then it runs into the second line music i don't know if you know what second line is mm-hmm. brass band funeral mm-hmm. marches course, celebration yeah. and then it jumps into the bounce music and bounce music is this very intense dance slash hip-hop stuff that came from new orleans and actually that's where twerk came from mm-hmm. if you know what the twerk mm-hmm. dance is so it has a lot of booty so yeah it's it's basically when uh, you know when, when they break it down on the streets in new orleans yeah it, well, the the brass band thing, a lot of people don't know outside of the city, but um, the with Mardi Gras is where the brass bands came from because there's mm-hmm. so many bands playing Mardi Gras, and then all these kids get they learn these instruments, and then they graduate from high school, and then they, they're like, what do you do? And so when you're a tuba player, there's not a lot of uh, you know not a lot of opportunity. So they created this whole new kind of sound, this brass band sound with Rebirth and all these other and, and all these other places, and so you throw some booty shaking chicks into that mix yeah. <laughs> as, as rebirth shows used to be amazing like people it was it was it was not uncommon for people to just strip down because it was a yeah. in this uh, this this tiny little hole in the wall on um, on on, on uh, was in the Marini. Uh, I forget what it was but upstairs from a Thai restaurant a tiny little place where they were just so hot and sweaty and the people just get crazy man that's what I love about this town yeah. you know that's and, Bacchus right there. Yeah, yeah. That's Bacchus. We saw the Bacchus parade yesterday. Yep, yep. And Bacchus is about wine and and getting crazy frenzy dance going on. Yep. You know that kind of. And apparently this stuff. year their parade was all about the saints. It was. It was. I saw you say it. I walked up and I said out loud, "Why is that? Why are there so many floats that are about we football?" We thought the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We thought the and same. someone else like, "Well, that's the theme." I said, "I thought the theme was Bacchus." Yeah. yeah. That does. What does Bacchus have to do with football? And right, someone right. was like, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> and there's so many football. We were confused going. too. Yeah. yeah. Were you confused? Mm-hmm. So you uh, uh so with dance like how did you get started in, in dancing? Mm. Well, I always danced mm-hmm. when I was a kid, and I always did that, just whatever. I didn't really have any influences 
or I didn't really even watch TV, so I don't know where it came from. Some kind of magic power from your body. <laughs> yes, my body. Um, so I used to put on shows when I was a kid. Um, and uh, I would make my own costumes and make my own um, flyers and posters and put them up because I drew, I drew pictures too. And, uh-huh. and, um, and then I uh, put like put the record player on. Uh-oh, I'm aging, dating myself. <laughs> and then... Um, <laughs> a little phonograph and give it a spin. <laughs> no, the music box. <laughs> um, and so... I would put on a show. Sometimes I put a puppet show on, or I'd yeah. involve the dog, and I put a costume. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> and then have my brother do the the uh, the, the tech. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the lights and everything. No way. How many people? Who would attend these shows? <laughs> Just my family. <laughs> <laughs> or much, or maybe it was always by myself. So <laughs> I was like for nobody. <laughs> is it is it is it necessary to to make flyers? Uh, <laughs> 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 I was a professional back then, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> if your you eyes, have to buy tickets. <laughs> if your eyes, this is going to be a, 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 your family is necessary to make a flyer. This uh, was the training stage for what she does now. <laughs> I made them buy tickets, damn what's, it. What's funny, what's funny about that, though, is that like so many comedians that I know uh, make a lot, put a lot of effort into making flyers for shows mm-hmm. that like the, nobody goes to except their family. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of the same thing, but they're, they're trying. You know, it's like the adult version of it. Uh, yes, you know? well, yeah, they're trying. They're uh, trying. You gotta try. At least you tried. All right. I think right? that's so. You of... weren't doing burlesque for your family, though. No, no. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know anything about that like, one. How did that come about? Um, well, I mean, well, I guess I'd say um, I know a lot of traditional dances. I know mm-hmm. lots of traditional Middle Eastern forms, not just belly dance, but we got inside that you got Persian and Moroccan and Turkish and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera right. Egyptian. Um, I know, so you know, um, Katak and Bollywood. I know some, about flamenco. I've taken some classes, not too many of that, but I know it has stemmed along the lines of these traditions. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got samba, and that is traditional too. And I thought, well, okay, that's good. But what if you wanted to have a message in something, in what you're doing? Um, and there are messages in those traditional things, but I want to say something a little more of that, that is about the current situation or my current ideas. Mm-hmm. And I saw, I can't remember where my first burlesque variety circus show was, but um, I saw that there was opportunities within the variety burlesque and circus world for people to say something mm-hmm. new or current or old, and everything is... It's pretty much accepted. So I decided, well, I got stuff to say, and I want to mm-hmm. make crazy costumes, and hey, let's do it. And so what, what, were the, what were some of those first uh, the messages? Okay. Uh, well, one of the messages is the cycles of life. So we got uh, birth. Um, we've got destruction. We got uh, celebration. So birth, destruction. And celebration of life, and it continues and continues and continues. And we got the rhythms of life within that. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the the messages that's in my work. And I balance things in it, so we got the balancing of of all these things. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So that's when it was really deep, but that's, wow. you know. To me, it sounds very organic as a dancer myself. I mean, you know, you don't mm-hmm. necessarily, being a Renaissance woman especially, you don't necessarily divide yourself into these things. They just kind of all flow into one another and create into one another, right? Right, exactly. Got it. I'm just curious how you do birth as a burlesque performer. <laughs> 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 and maintain the audience's interest. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's true. Well, Sarah, you work on a routine? At, uh, uh, yeah. No. <laughs> I'm not the, the star of this one. Though. Yeah. We are, we're going to, I'm going to Facebook live uh, her birth. I'm going to do it No. Would like, they yeah, allow that? They, 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 technically, they allow anything as long as you don't get in the doctor's way. So, so I can bring a whole film crew in with me. Oh, uh, no. You, know, we're gonna, you better no, sign no. away, <laughs> We're going to milk this, man. People need, people need, people care about Brad and Angelina's, baby. You know? Why not ours, man? New Beyonce. That's right. People, people just are dying to see uh, uh, ultrasounds of Beyonce's kids, man. We're going to show them the whole birth. <laughs> Sarah's just gonna be waving at the camera. No. <laughs> but uh, and then you can do reconstruction and. The other <laughs> what was this the third thing? This is the destruction. It comes to Brian immediately <laughs> <right>. after. <laughs> <laughs> and then celebration by Sarah. <laughs> So we were, uh, uh, you, 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 you bounced back and forth between San Francisco and New York. Uh, uh, where, what, what city do you perform the most in? You know? hmm. Currently, mm-hmm. today, and the date is February uh, 27, 2017. Okay, so that's the date. Um, right now, I currently, well, I'd say when I was in New York, um, I performed there every day of the week. Wow. In San Francisco, currently... Nothing. Really? Not yet. Because, well, the, the, the technology, people have come in, and it has altered the current culture of We've the city. We talked about that, yeah. Just talked about that yesterday with mm-hmm. somebody from San Francisco. Yeah, it's like a whole different place, because it's a... Uh, with with the with the money with the influx of money comes a different culture and uh, mm-hmm. New Orleans has suffered a lot of that. Uh, I I don't know how long I don't know how how old your relationship is with the city, but I lived here in the mid '90s. Uh, I lived actually a few blocks from where we are right now in a quarter, and uh, Katrina. I think two things affected New Orleans: Katrina and Girls Gone Wild videos. Uh, oh. <laughs> like like Katrina, uh, Girls Gone Wild made you know made the boob flashing elements in New Orleans like nationally known and so it started bringing all these people into town like hoping to just gawk you know and that discouraged people from showing their you know from showing their breasts at the same time Katrina happened and Katrina uh, brought an influx of people uh, to uh, just to, to you know as an opportunity to to on the recovery and those none of those people are from New Orleans so they don't know anything about the culture or the history uh, yeah, uh, and so the same thing is happening with San Francisco, except for it's money. You know, it's money driven. people. Yeah. But there's yeah. not much you can do about money people. No. I mean, no. they're just there. Um, for example, one of the places that are, ha, was is and was a regular, I don't know what the current state is, is or I don't know what the future is going to be, but the stud performed there a lot. Mm-hmm. It was, I used to do comedy shows there you at the go. stud. Yeah. So you know about the stud, it's, it's a drag you, you could say drag burlesque variety, you know. Actually, you can't say bar. drag in this podcast. Oh, <laughs> no, dang. It's, it's a bad word, people. No, I won't do be, beep. 
We air in North Carolina. <laughs> so it's a. No. I don't like that. I'm well, sorry, there's gender neutral bathrooms too. Um, <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, so like that one. That so did, the, did it close? Well, the landlord came in on a, on a July last year and said, hey, your rent is something like 3500 I can't, you know, don't quote me on that, the price. Right. Something around that that price, in September, we're going to bump it up to about $10,000. Wow. About three, three months. And yeah. So they're turning into a co-op, and they're, they're hanging on. Wow. But that's just the state of the affairs there. It's and, everything. You know. Yeah, it's everything in Norway. The venues are all closing. Mm-hmm. Venues are closing. Uh, I ran a comedy, comedy club in San Francisco for three years. I mean, I closed before this stuff started happening, but... Uh, and since then, I've been watching other places just close, and you mm-hmm. know, it's uh, and the, the everything everything's moving to Oakland, mm-hmm. and Oakland is now becoming more expensive. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's a tough, it's a yeah tough place. So you 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 rent controlling there? Is that that's is that... that's one of the reasons why though the rent control isn't that cheap. Yeah. But it's that's what that's the reason. Really? Yeah, most right of the people that I know who are still in San Francisco, it's because of rent control. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Unless you have a job there. Hey, if you have a good yeah. job or something, yeah, you yeah, stick good, around yeah. and yeah, do if you're, Or if you're a millionaire. You just, or, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or it's like, it, it, it takes you more than being a millionaire, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a bazillionaire. <laughs> a bazillionaire is good. <laughs> um, right. Well, hey. I don't so, know. less gigs in San Francisco. Right now. Yeah. So that's uh, why I'm also here to see what it's like in the current state of affairs here. You thinking about yeah, sort of relocating to more, at least more, more. Well, if you spend more time money, here, got yeah. money, right, right. So wherever it can do, because I also do lots of parties and events. And I sure. put them on. I put them on. I do the MC. I do the dance. I do the music. I do the um, the dance uh, audience participation kind of thing. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. In in a party and organize mm-hmm. help organize the entertainment lineup. So. You know, if, if I have noticed that techies don't really go out too too much, mm-hmm. um, and if they do, maybe they just drink, but they're not really interested in entertainment. One of their problems is that they work really, really long hours, and yeah. so, and and so yeah, they like they when they go out, it's like they they they're they're not very social as it is, you mm-hmm. know. And so, yeah, they don't they don't put money into into shows, you know, they don't put money into into. Uh, you know, sort of like the arts. You know, they just have, they have a couple of beers after after work when they get out at like ten o'clock. You know? Yeah, they're tired, but yeah. but they also enjoy really are I would say addicted to their YouTube and things for oh, entertainment. Of course, yeah, no, yeah. You put up a YouTube, you put up a video of you dancing burlesque, you'll get a billion views from those people. Yeah. Uh, tell them you're gonna do it live, like down the block from their house. <laughs> and, <laughs> I'm and, too tired. Uh, Next time. I'll just catch you on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> But there's, sucks. but there's nothing better than live. Of course. There's nothing better Absolutely. than live. Definitely. Yeah. Live comedy, live dance, live music, live Everything. art, being in your face there, connecting with like the human element, you know? Like right <laughs> right in your there, face. Art in your right. face. Right up in there. <laughs> <laughs> I like my art so close to my face, I can smell it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I just, want to, I just get nasty with that art, man. That's terrible. <laughs> so there is, uh, I, you know, I, I know that uh, there's a fair amount of, of entertainment in this town. Uh, I mean, it's not Vegas, but maybe that's a good thing. Ask um, me perhaps. about Vegas. Yeah. All right, tell me about Vegas. So I did move to Vegas. Did you? From San Francisco. I sold all my stuff, uh-huh. put everything in my car that I could fit, and I drove to Vegas. 
I was living on uh, near the Castro at that time, but that rent was like, woo, way too much. Yeah. I couldn't handle it. It was like 2005, something like that. And even back then, was, all the time, the rent's always too much for me there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know what? Let me go to Vegas. Maybe I can find some jobs there. Hey, it's supposed to be an entertainment capital, quote, quote, quote. So um, I go there and I, I audition and audition and audition to all the shows there, um, the Follies, the uh, some topless show, some uh, Disney show, shadow dancing shows, mm-hmm. uh, even go-go dancing. you didn't get those mixed up. If no. You, know, you show up to the Disney show topless. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Oop, got the wrong clothes on. Yeah, um, I did all those things, and um, they told me that I was too short. I was too fat. My ass wow. is too big. My boobs are too small. You weigh too much. You don't look the part, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Wow. Like, this is crazy. They would have act- the actual audition where you step on the, the weight scale. Really? Mm-hmm, and weigh you. And I weigh a little more uh, because I have, I'm like, mostly muscle. muscle. Yeah. 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 And um, I, uh, they did, like, an audition, a titty audition. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so what was... I am in the wrong industry. <laughs> you are in the wrong industry. We should be, instead of doing a podcast, we need to be auditioning titties. <laughs> so this was a topless show, and so this lady comes in, she's like a little grouch, a, a, grouch, a big grouchy old lady, and she comes in, she's smoking a, cig- a cigarette, and going, hey, let's, okay, it's time for the audition, everyone up against the... Against the wall, backs to the wall. So all the women stood up against the, with their backs to the wall mm-hmm. and said, okay, take shirt off. And they all sit and take the shirt off. Keep your eyes ahead. So you, they would just, <laughs> she'd walk by people's tops and uh-huh. make comments like, those are too small. Those are too big. Ah. That one is not. You had the cigarette balance. in the whole time? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And I was like, this is crazy. And so I, um, I heard when I was at one of the auditions that someone was opening a theater in the stratosphere, and it had more of, a, I think, a Middle Eastern theme. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, I'm getting out. I left that audition immediately. I was like, you know what? I'm getting out of here. Forget it. Because she said it, but it was a little loud for everyone else to hear. So I was like, uh-huh. let me get out of here right now. I, just, I didn't even audition. Wow. I left and I went down the stratosphere. There still had cardboard or cardboard and stuff on the window because they were in there doing the uh-huh. construction. They opened the door and came in and said, hey, when's this going to open? Oh, in a week. Okay, can I do a show here? I said, okay. You know, I showed them a couple of my videos. They said, okay, yeah, let, let's uh-huh. see if it'll work out. So I ended up doing my own show in the stratosphere oh, for nice. many, 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 many months. Wow, very cool. Yeah. So you right. had like, a, like almost a residency. Right? Yeah. That's very very cool. Cool. It was pretty cool. But the thing is, I left. Yeah, well, you guys. You know, I know why? Hey, I've. That lady came back? Someone else came back. I'm on the edge of my seat. I gotta know why you left Vegas. (laughs) So, this was actually, they turned it into a belly dance Uh event. So, I did belly dance shows, and they had hookah, and they had a nice. Um, but they decided to, uh, after a while, that they might, they wanted to try to make more money. So, they started bringing in casino games. You know, because it's casino. And I was like, okay, fine. And then they, then there was this one thing they introduced. It was couch dance. It's like a couch dance? What's a couch what? dance? Yeah. So they said that you get paid more if you stand closer to the person on the couch. You don't do anything. You don't touch anybody, but you just get over Wait, there. so you're belly dancing uh, near a couch? Yes. Okay. 
I feel like they're turning this into a strip club. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and that's why there is some creepy on the couch. He's like, here, here's $20. And he was being all creepy and stuff. Uh-huh. I was like, you know, no. It's not what I signed up for. It's not what I yeah. signed up for. And then anyway, my car died. My scooter died. <laughs> my bicycle had a flat. Wow. And I was like, okay, I think it's time to go. Now, a little bit earlier, when a friend did come and visit me. And my car got into a small accident from the guy, some guy behind me, hit me. Mm-hmm. And um, I totally forgot about it. This is important to the story. So all these things happened. I called my friend and said, can I, can you help me rent a moving truck? Get the heck out of here. And I gave my car to this guy um, that needed a car because he was carrying a vacuum on his back mm-hmm. and going to apartments on his bicycle with the vacuum on his back wow. to, to vacuum wow. uh, apartments. That's an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right there. Right. So I'm like, here, just have this car. It's broken. You fix it. I don't want it. And then the the scooter, I put in the moving truck and the bicycle I did too, and they're all broken. But my friend let me borrow uh, $127 to get back to San Francisco with a few things. I didn't have hardly anything. And um, uh, I went back to San Francisco and stayed like in one of the apartments in Larkin Street where I knew my mm-hmm. friend at the time. Now, he, you know, he doesn't own the building anymore because you know what happens to rents and yeah, buildings. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so many months later, I get the check in the mail from some insurance company. It's exactly $127 from the wow. accident. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, really, 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 how many fingers can I count right. meant to be? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was like, get out of there. Get out of Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vegas, it's just not for everybody. That's, and, uh, it just... <laughs> <laughs> I, I still uh, we have got to put the make a mental note uh, we need to figure out how we can get into the business of titty auditions As a, <laughs> we'll start that tonight you can do that outside we'll start it on so, yeah we'll start on Bourbon Street that was your experience in Vegas uh-huh. with all these different I'm not this that the next thing enough how is it when you're in other cities do you find it to be the same um uh, everywhere that I'm, su- I'm I'm supposed to uh fit into some mold mostly if you want to make money uh if you fit into a mold i think it's a little easier because united states really likes that um disney mold or something or whatever you want to think kind of mold like this is what i think of when i think of this or that Mm -hmm. but um new york allows for um a little bit more creativity because it's a big huge international yeah. city right. yeah. there's all um, kinds of cool places you can probably yeah. little theaters and little, clubs they have everywhere. mid-sized yeah. theaters that's the thing we need mid-sized theaters that's what's lacking in san francisco yeah you know? in, in san francisco it's just it's either the fillmore or it's some dive you know it's mm-hmm. either like it's yeah it's not a lot of mid venues so. right right and i don't think i want to do it i i used to do dance performance and dive and i had to bring my own lights and i'd have to change outside yeah. the car and stuff wow. like well, this is nuts that's terrible yeah, yeah. so did you ever do the dna lounge yeah with those girls? Did you ever do that? okay yeah. yeah dna lounge is, is super but that one's also under um threat really oh ah. yeah mm-hmm. man it's like i can't go back to san francisco i can't <laughs> well, what are you gonna do you every, are the traveler a happy traveler. I, every time uh I, I i was happily in san francisco for several years and then, uh, and then now that I've been gone, every time I go back, it's like I just, I, I, I feel miserable. You know what I mean? It's just like, ugh, ugh. Well, I yeah. think when you live in a city during a certain period, you fall in love with the city as it was at that time. And yeah. everything progresses always with time. But, you know, you have this idea in your mind when it's not the same. 
it's disheartening sometimes. All right, so let me just tell you this: if, if New Orleans, <laughs> the, the, because because I know the kind of cities that I think you're you're you have you're in in, in, in mind for. Let me just say this: if New Orleans doesn't work out, uh, Nashville <laughs> uh, or Montreal. Uh, those are two places with with there's an abundance of entertainment creative options and, and creative options. options. Yep. Yeah. Nashville is, is such an amazing burlesque scene. You have no idea. Uh, it's a, but it really does. And and uh, yeah, lots of good stuff going on there. Uh, so, but there's plenty in New Orleans. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you know like if 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 you uh, look around and you're like ah oh, this place you know they just want me to have my you know different boobs or whatever. Nice thing about New Orleans booze. <laughs> New Orleans is a place that doesn't give a shit uh, about it. Like they, they, like you see, like like giant, like pregnant women with no ass uh, flaunting their boobs and getting scoring so many beads. Uh, you know, uh, I'm not. I mean, you're, you're pregnant. Mine is not at all um, flat. So <laughs> I knew you weren't talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. me. For the, for the sake of our listeners. Because not every listener has seen your butt. Uh, and by the way, folks, if you're listening to this podcast and you have not yet looked at Sarah's butt, you need to check out her Facebook page and read my book. I'm pissed at you people. So getting back to... I think, no, I think what New Orleans is what we were talking about at the beginning is the idea that... You like how I changed the topic? <laughs> She's the. Uh, she, this is why. This is why I she have. She keeps you on track. This is why I have her on the podcast, man. Because if it was just me, I would get all creepy, and you would end, and, and you would end up, and you would end up leaving on me, like you do. That's my signature. That's your. That's your move, man. He's like I'm leaving. <laughs> But I think it's just the acceptance of, and, and I think that's why people like Mardi Gras, acceptance of who people are in whatever shape, form, that they're just out there having fun, yeah. having a good time, celebrating life. It's so yeah. weird, though. You think about, like, uh, think about a Vegas chorus line, right? Like, like there's like tw- 10, 15, I don't know how many girls are, like, in a line. Uh, you can't even distinguish one from the other from the audience perspective. You know, who cares if one of them's boobs are slightly smaller or bigger? You know, it's so... That's no, but they really that one for especially yeah. with the line because I did that. They especially yeah, yeah. wants very specific very female specific. look. And they uh, mm-hmm. and uh, do you ever try Cirque du Soleil? Do you ever do? Yeah, I, I know those guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they know me. We keep an eye on each other, so whenever yeah. the opportunity happens, it will. So they they're, they're watching you. Yes, <laughs> they are. What uh, I always imagine. What's your ethnicity? Oh goodness! Anywhere you want me to be for. I always imagine you as being <laughs> Italian, uh, but maybe okay. that's because your last name or, or your your stage. That's a stage name, right? It's like, nope, that's, that's a real name. Mm-hmm. Rasa Vitalia. Yeah. That's an actual. Yeah, show me. Yeah, your I see my ID. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, actually. It's not a stage name. No, I always figured it was. It's just like you know. Uh, you know, Viva La Rasa. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it should totally be your slogan now. Um, I'll take 10% of that. Okay. <laughs> What's the, there's a venue like Masquerade or Amp, something like that, or in Decatur, right? But they do burlesque. Can you check, have you met up with those people yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been around a lot of the, um, the venues and they know me, so when it's, it's time, it's time. Yeah. I would like to do my own show, actually, and then be part of a, a show. Well, I think, you know, I think really when it gets down to it, those 
people, especially women, but people in general, when you break the mold, that's when you really make it big. You're yeah. happy with yourself, and you know. Mm-hmm. When I when I lived in New Orleans, there's there's a lot of opportunities here, but you have to make them. When I lived in New Orleans, uh, I worked with a a, a swing band uh, at, a, mm. at a club in the quarter, uh, and it's like these guys, they just the thing you know, we we just started a, a show. And then it just evolved, 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 became like a whole uh, period piece, like ambience and everything, you know, people show up and, and zoot suits and, and dance and stuff, you know, and girls. I mean, it was just, it became a thing, you know. Uh, New Orleans latches on to like rockabilly and burlesque and just all kinds of cool stuff here. So, yeah, yeah uh, I, I would have, I would see no difficulties whatsoever in you finding a huge following here. No doubt. Yeah, I mean, I think they do like me because someone posted today. I just hung out with the legend Rasa Vitelli. Oh, yeah, there you go. It's like, wow, really? Legendary. Well, I'm a post that. And uh, and that you're, you're booking podcast gigs. Okay. Uh, you know, you're, 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 you're turning down flambo work. I mean, you're. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I, I don't have any time for that flambeau work. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe. Can, can we share that story? Well, I'm not going to mention the crew. Okay. Right? So you contacted uh, various Mardi Gras crews. I'm assuming not just one. Yeah, right? yeah, and people put my name out there, and so I say, Ross is coming to town. <laughs> And this one idiot, a Mardi Gras crew, got back to you and said, yes, we, uh, we, we have room for you in our parade if you want to be a flambeau. And for those people who don't know, uh, flambeaus are these guys who used to carry torches for the night parades. It's a tradition from back before there was electricity. And now they still do it. Uh, in, the, in the old days, they used to be like slaves. And now it's kind of like homeless dudes, basically. You know, so you, so basically what this guy said is like, okay, we have this professional dancer who does burlesque, Dollywood, all yeah, great singing. costume. The yeah, Apollo, singing. I, worked, yeah. I did a show at the <laughs> Apollo Theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Singing, costuming, you know, yeah. all this good stuff. And we want to strap a propane tank to your back and have you carry and have you carry and have you carry a a torch and let people pelt you with quarters all night long (laughs) like like, like, like that's so you know he's like look at man Rasa Vitale is such a diva man she wouldn't even take our flambo gig (laughs) I couldn't I'm in I'm insulted for you. Uh, that, that would be the gig that they would say that they would offer. Uh, yeah, I mean, come somebody on, man. missed out. Somebody I missed got out. so much color and flamboyance. No, what? No. I would have made that part that parade go crazy you'll off be, the hook. You'll be the crew of a queen. Uh, you'll be the queen of a crew or something. Yeah, queen of a crew. Yeah, that would be Some, great. Or like the celebrity. Uh, what they have the last night in Baca? Said Jim Caviezel. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see him? No, I missed him. I, I, I missed him, but I did pick up one of his the, the balloons. <laughs> so like I feel like I, I you know he touched that he touched that <laughs> he breathed on it he touched it and I, from his hands to the ground <laughs> wait wait you picked it up off the ground Ew, he, in my defense the only thing I will pick up I will scavenge from the ground are doubloons so okay I'm not gonna, it has I'm, more surface yeah, value though that's you true know, that's true <laughs> But I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not picking up ground beads. Once it's on the ground, it's that's for ugly chicks. (laughs) (laughs) These are the rules to Mardi Gras, by the way. Yeah, people. People. For those of you who have never been. No. 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 I think we're getting close to to the time. Uh, How are we doing over there, Sarah? 
Yes, we are. We're doing. Yeah, we are. we're doing it. Wait, I think she. Uh, what do you do? Did you oh did you just gosh. cancel it? Yeah. Well, quit opening up different things on a phone. Ah <laughs> oh, man. If you, oh my God, we lost the recording. Oh no, we're still recording. We're still recording. All right, so it's been about 35 minutes. I'd say most of that has been pretty good. We get get a lot of guests where afterwards Sarah and I are like, we're going to have to edit out like 20 minutes of that crap. Is it dead air? 20 minutes? Yeah, yeah, dead air, straight boring people. I was like, I don't know, what do you want to talk about? Like, why are we here? Uh, But uh, yeah, no, I think that's 35 minutes usable. Um, so then I was checking out your webpage, but Brian had brought it up. How do we, how do people follow you if they want to follow you? Oh, how do they get a hold of you right. for gigs that are worthy? Yeah. <laughs> Look, yeah, no, no flambo requests. Flambo. You idiots. Yeah, don't ask oh. me to change if my I, boob size either. <laughs> That's right. Her boobs are fine the way they are. And if, you, and if you're concerned about that, we'll post pictures later. <laughs> so you can find me at rastavitalia.com. That's spelled R-A-S-A-V-I-T-A-L-I-A.com. Rastavitalia.com. Excellent. And uh, on social media and stuff, you're mm-hmm. on that. Yes. Uh, you're going to be gigging around uh, the South Coast. You're going to be back in New York, back in... Uh, you have any upcoming shows you want to plug, or are we just going well, to leave it? I think that you need to check my website, because you'll never know what the future is going to be. That's true. And also, and while you're there, listen to... what's uh, I, I, We didn't get to talk about your your uh, song that you have posted okay. on your website, but you got like a like a dancey kind of pop, like Lady Gaga kind of, mm-hmm. kind of sound, man. It's, it's, it's good stuff. Yeah, check that out. It's called Make the Quake. Yeah. The yeah. music video, I will say this, uh, there's, there's, there's like a whole lot of dancing, and then there's a, uh, a really annoying disco ball. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a dis- she's obviously nude behind the oh disco my ball. She uh, that. I know. Oh, that's why it's annoying because you're asking for something to you cannot exactly, see. Exactly, exactly. It's like it's like it's like hey, I'm a tease you. There's a disco ball right. And then it's like it's like it looks like the ball's gonna move and then nope. It's like. Uh, <laughs> It cuts That's into another scene. Men following. Oh, exactly. I don't have to right. show it all at once. That's right. So we have to wait for the second, surprise, uh, surprise. the second song. Yeah. Ross of Italia Part Two. There you go. Anyways, so uh, well, thank you very much, uh, everybody. Again, please follow Rasa. She's uh, she's she's quite an extraordinary artist. Uh, has a really interesting career. Lots of cool things looking ahead for her, I would imagine. And of course. Uh, if you're down in New Orleans, uh, you can come check her out, or in New York, or maybe Nashville. Now that I planted that seed, uh-huh. man. <laughs> and uh, thank you so much. Thank for you for having me. So much fun. Sarah, you want to close us out? We'll hear you or see you next time on the road. Damn, that was good. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. Bye bye.